0: marketing wizards found them software engineers found that project manager i could never seem to hire and found linkedin jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience in fact 86 percent of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com spoken that's linkedin.com spoken terms and conditions apply
1: welcome to daddy versus doctor here are your hosts pediatrician dr scott cohen and comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. So today's show, uh, very exciting for me. This is our first celebrity packed show. Who do we got on the show today?
2: I mean, I'm a little starstruck. We got Megan Trainer.
1: All about the bass, all. all about the bass, No trouble. I, I people. saw you like humming that earlier, like, yeah duh,
2: duh, duh, duh. Um, You should leave
1: that to the singers. And we have uh, Amanda Seafried. Seafreed, yes. Uh, um, Mamma Mia fame. Just found out Mamma Mia was Greek based. Thought it was Italian the whole time, but what the hell do similar, I know? similar right? Yeah. And um, I think we have a good cat caller. Yeah. Excellent cat caller. Cats and kids. Who would you choose today on Daddy vs. Doctor? we're up and running we have a very special guest today to daddy versus doctor a megan trainer grammy award-winning artist uh, i mean what in the world how are we getting these guests it's amazing
3: we're so happy you're doing this because as parents we want to hear everything and i love sebastian when you post about your kids and how you're just picking up and, and like traveling everywhere. I'm starstruck. I can't talk. Okay.
1: Oh God. I, you know. Listen. I think we came each uh, uh, across one another at a on a hike from yes. afar, right?
3: Yeah, I, I I was with my family. I think I was like pregnant that day, right, or something. It was that hype Uh that I found out I was pregnant that day, and I looked, I saw you, and I screamed, "I love you!" And you looked at me, and you're like, "I love you too."
1: And I was like, "Oh no!" And then, and then, and I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, I DM'd you. I don't know, two and a half months ago. No,
4: you didn't.
1: Asking you a question, and absolutely nothing ghosted. Nothing. Nothing. You couldn't get tickets to our concert? No, it was something. I had a question about if you knew somebody and if they were any good. I don't know. I, I forget what it was even oh. about.
3: Hey there, I have to ask you a question. What's your email? Shut up. <laughs> I would never disrespect you like that. Forgot
1: oh. the question. I even forgot the question. It's been that long. <laughs> oh anyway. God. Damn. Okay. It's
3: I'll... okay,
1: Sebastian. Just DM me next
3: time. Okay. I, I will. I will.
1: DMs. I don't get as <laughs> much female. <laughs> All right. It's okay, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna hold that against you. uh, what's going on at the house? uh what's the question that you have to ask Dr. Cohen? Not like you couldn't have called him outside of this uh this this format, but what what seems to be the issue? Maybe I could even give you some advice.
3: Oh that would it. Okay, traveling with a toddler. We're about to go to Australia and we're about to be on nine flights in 16 days or something crazy. So like any tips for a, a one and a half year old? Yeah,
1: leave traveling? the kids at home, right? I'm gonna yeah, well, you could leave the kids at home, definitely. However, I'm gonna take the lead on this because what I did the first time we brought our daughter on an airplane. I went over to John Kelly chocolates and we're not sponsored by John Kelly at all. It just happens to be my favorite, favorite uh, chocolate. And I bought little chocolates. I bought about 20 boxes of chocolates. And then I wrote out a card on the chocolate saying that I apologize in advance. This is our first time traveling with our kid. If, if she cries or acts up, Here's a token of my, you know, like have a chocolate. So I I wanted to ease everybody's fears around me that, you know, once you walk onto a plane and they see a kid, I feel the whole plane goes, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you had to bring the kid on the flight. So I, I just gave everybody chocolates. And this is what I was pissed off about. I gave uh, I gave chocolates to two people and they refused the chocolate, which I found completely disrespectful <laughs> but that came from a stranger they don't like yeah, the they're like no that, that's a, that, that, and they gave me an attitude about <laughs> like no no that's okay i'm like okay come on this is this is a little uh, little sweet uh, for for mid-flight but anyway that's what i did is there any medical <laughs> advice that you could give that that could help them through their journey what, what do you
2: do I know it's hard under two because they have no attention span I mean, over two, you know, you pop an iPad, you're happy if they watch it for 18 hours. I remember saying to my kids, we tried to limit screen time and on a plane, it's like, watch your iPad, don't talk to anybody, don't look at anybody, just sit there on the window seat, have a good flight. You know, you hope they do that. I think for younger kids, you can try little, you know, spots of of the iPad to see if they're interested, little videos in between. I would bring everything on your carry on for him and every hour or two, pop something out new that he's going to be excited about, a truck. I mean, you could even go so far, like you, I mean, you wrote notes, which is very impressive. Some people wrap a bunch of little items. So they spend some time unwrapping, and then the trash goes everywhere, but there, you know, it gives them something to do that, you know, is interesting for a couple of minutes. I think for under two, that you're going to be walking
1: aisles a lot. Yeah. Uh, so okay. you're actually saying have a little mini Christmas on the airplane pretty much yeah um so what is this one straight shot la to australia and then you're bouncing around
3: we're going to florida then new york then australia and then in australia we're bouncing to melbourne sydney like a bunch of places
2: and then back to new york and then
3: back to new york and then back to la
2: so so here's my question do you all now that you have kids when you see the parent with the screaming child Do you feel differently about it? Because personally, my wife says, I have the luck of the pediatrician. When you're waiting for the flight, whoever that child is screaming at the top of their lungs, vomiting, coughing everywhere, they're within one seat of me. And I obviously can't be reactive about it. I I just see that YouTube video, right? The pediatrician who's yelling at the screaming kid on the plane. So, you know, it doesn't bother me at all. But now do you see it differently?
1: Uh, Do you see it differently?
3: I've always felt bad for the parents with the one-year-old screaming baby, you know, I, I'm a good person. Um, so yeah, I would always look at them and be like, Oh my God, this is tough for them. And then I'm a good person and I bring headphones, you know, like I know what to do on plane rides. So,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, that's very sweet and nice. I feel completely differently. Uh, when I, when I would fly and see a child on the plane, I would say to myself, and it goes back to how i was raised i didn't go on in a plane until like i was self-sufficient right like i i went on a plane when i was like nine ten when i could behave when i wasn't like plane ready at three four five so right. i always used to say look at this family selfish right had to had to go on vacation and had to bring the kid now I feel completely different because now I'm in those shoes and I'm like, I sympathize. Uh, But I think all people except for you uh, um, (laughs) feel a disdain for families who are traveling. What do you mean? No. I mean, it's sad. It's hard for a child. You're putting them in an environment
2: they're not used to. Yeah. It's horrible for everybody else around.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I I just, I I hope you get through it. And this is, this is a big one to tackle too. It's not like you're going LA to New Mexico. You decided to go halfway around the world with the, with the kid. And uh, I don't know. I think you, I think you deserve whatever you come across, you know,
3: (laughs) it's a a job. I gotta, I gotta pay the bills. You know, I have to take the job.
2: Yeah, if he, if he gets really upset, there is one room in the back that the, the door closes that nobody can hear you guys screaming. So okay. <laughs> yeah, your your husband, I'll see it will be back there in that room. I'll be there.
1: Yeah. He's
3: gonna be there. And we're in business class, like I'm doing it bougie.
1: Well, here's another issue, right? I used to get pissed. <laughs> See, so you're you getting, you're making the people who paid money upset. Well, that I used to get, I used to get upset where I'm like, really, we we you're gonna come in business class with a two year old, right? <laughs> and here I am, last month traveling first class with our two kids, and I'm that person that I was making fun of. So, um, well, how, how about this one? We, I know of a story where the
2: higher profile couple sat in first, and their child sat with the nanny in the back what do you think of that
1: that's just bad parenting right i i agree i
2: think that's horrible you it was your it's your child yeah it wasn't sebastian i swear
1: (laughs) (laughs) so how is it uh you know uh, is this the first big trip or have they been on a plane before what what's your kid's name
3: he's never been on a plane (laughs) never
1: been on a plane
2: his name
3: is riley
2: riley all right. I think you should do it like a trial. Like, you know, make up a plane and, and see how he feels in it. Make his room look like a plane and be like, oh, this is what's gonna be like. He's gonna be excited. Look out the window, look at the people. He's a people yeah. person. Riley's awesome, he's a people person.
1: He's good. So, So in your relationship, who tends to be like the disciplinarian? Who's like laying the law?
3: I guess me, right? what well like well right now all it is is like hey let's change let's go from the bottle to like food you know and that me i guess, guess he like,
2: disciplines like, me right discipline i
3: was like him. we gotta get that's... off this bottle man and he's yeah. like we'll do it tomorrow and i'm like we gotta start and now he's off the bottle because we
1: Oh, it sounds like they have a really nice coexistence between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't they? They're like the sweetest people. Well, wait, 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 hold on. When, when, when you come into the office, do you both come as a couple?
3: Always.
1: I used to do that, and I used to like (laughs) i I used to go with my wife, and I used to tell Doctor Cohen, "Does any other father even bother coming in here? (laughs) I, I thought I was a unicorn." I would tell you, he comes to every single visit. But does he ask questions, or he, yeah. does he does he come because he's told, no, he's, you better come to this no, with No, he's me.
2: very I, present. Megan, Megan usually goes drive. to the bathroom. Megan wouldn't get to the appointment if
3: I it wasn't. I can't was drive. Really. I'm too so. scared of driving.
1: You, oh, you don't drive?
3: Oh, I'm scared. Like, there's a lot of, like, pressure on me with the baby in the car. I'm like, you drive, and I'll sit, you know?
1: Does, does, your, does your wife ever drive you around? Okay. you know my wife well that's not yeah well no she's like
2: you need to be here at this time and then that's the end of it
1: yeah but like when you're driving does she ever go i'm driving and and you're sitting in the passenger seat (laughs) oh bro that's you can't do that i'm sorry listen i have a thing the man should always be driving the car uh right i mean
2: uh, here's the problem aaron she gets upset because i get texts you know from patients and things so she wants to make sure I'm focused. So then, if she thinks I'm going to get, if you're going to get calls, if you're going to get texts, I need to drive. So that's that's the debate, which I would never take it during call. That makes sense, right? Of course
5: not. That yeah. makes yeah. sense.
2: But they are so present. When they come in, they're both on the floor with Riley, playing, doing the whole thing.
1: So are you? You saying are like that, are you are you taking calls in a back room well, when you come in with your kids. <laughs> Are you saying next time I come in, I gotta get on the you floor? You should be on the floor. You should be a little. You, you should be. You should be a little more present. But also, go ahead,
3: Sebastian. Do you text Dr. Scott Cohen like all the time about your kids? And do you uh, I, like would, him?
1: I wouldn't say all the time, but I think I, I would say all the time. I, listen, <laughs> I would say I text probably a little bit more. Then he would like me to text.
3: Right, 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 right. I oh yeah, I always feel like I'm bugging if I I've only done it like three times, but I've always I'm like, oh, I'm just ruining his day.
2: No, you're not ruining my day. Cause you actually ask good questions about your child. Sebastian's usually texting about himself. And that's just <laughs> hard for me. So okay. that's that's the genre I don't I was never trained in. That's that's the hardest part. I don't know what's going on with your hip.
1: You know, it's just, it's very difficult. Well, I mean, have you ever texted him something and gotten a response where you're like, wow, I shouldn't have even bothered him with that?
3: <laughs> no, I get like responses right away and like a call and it's incredible. Like no other doctor does that for me, but I'm like, God, I know he's like on vacation right now or something and right? I'm just interrupting it.
2: Isn't it amazing how I wrote their script to say all these things? Yeah. It's phenomenal. <laughs> You're reading it perfectly <laughs> off the
1: teleprompter. You. You're welcome. Uh anything else? Anything uh anything else going uh, I on? Do, at-
3: I do want if, if like a bunch of people listen to this, I want everyone I want to know that like um Scott's office is the greatest pediatrician in LA because they discover that my our baby boy needed glasses at a very early age and um like at one years old and uh, a lot of my friends with my babies are like how did you figure that out and i was like well they did the binocular test right and they're like my pediatrician doesn't have that so i just want to say you're a gangster and you're a real one and we appreciate that because now my boy can see
1: hold on one second <laughs> my my son didn't get the, the 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 eye test until he was three
3: uh
1: no that's not true. we didn't go in, we never went into that room to look at that no no you oh. weren't you weren't there again i wasn't there you i weren't there. wasn't there my bad my bad Just, you know what i yeah, no. you know you, you <laughs> i got a. I have a question though i have a question and, and i can't get my kid to wear a hat let alone I wear. How 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 does he keep the, the glasses on? No, 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 it's not glasses.
2: Oh, the glasses. Oh, yeah, you answered yeah, that. The
1: glasses, was, it was like
6: Peppa Pig. No, Peppa Pig. It was Peppa like Pig. significant.
3: He no. wasn't using his left eye, apparently. So it's like he knows like when they're falling off, he's like, I better keep these back on.
2: It is crazy. Kids, you would think they would rip off the yeah. glasses, but probably because they're actually seeing better. They actually don't mind it. Wow. Yeah, but the machine's pretty impressive. They just look at it, check nearsighted, farsightedness, astigmatism, asymmetry, down to six months of age. It's really cool that we're able to pick this up now because in the olden days, you know, until you could do an eye chart or you see crossing or the child complained, sometimes you didn't pick up visual issues. So
1: is it is it um, uh, common for pediatricians to have this type of technology in their office? Or are you are you someone that
2: I, I think I think more and more, more and more doctors have it. And now there's apps they can use for similar types of exams. So I think
1: it's becoming more and more common. Common. Nah,
3: they don't all have it. He has it. Cool.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. See, he, I, I'll second that. He is the best pediatrician in the Los Angeles area. I don't know of any other pediatrician. Why did you so say Los Angeles. Well, I well because yeah. that's wow. Because that's all I know of. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. I know he's better. Listen, my 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 pediatrician growing up, his name was Doctor Gilmore. This guy, first of all, I saw him once a year. That's it. Because back then, we didn't have this, like, access to the pediatrician like we have now. So I went once a year, and this guy had no bedside manner. None whatsoever. He, he, he You just came in. He's like, drop your pants. And I'm like, what? So uh, it, it was it, <laughs> it wasn't that. It's tough. odd you're still going to him, you know, as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I find it odd that I'm getting my checkup <laughs> yeah. from this guy still. But anyway, um, yeah, you 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 are top notch at what you do, and you should definitely take these compliments in stride. I appreciate. it. Listen, we know you're busy. You know, we you got the whole thing to plan for in Australia. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to talk to uh, to us about your your child Riley. Uh, we wish you the best on the flight and go get some chocolates, huh?
3: I will. I'll take all your
2: advice. Really you appreciate
1: you guys. Thank, Thank you so like much.
3: Him. We
4: love
1: you. Bye. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye-bye. So it's nice. Nice to hear from people in the business also dealing with problems uh, with their kids. Not problems necessarily, but just obstacles going on. But so
2: down to earth. Such great parents. So present with their, with their son, Riley.
0: Awesome. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need.
1: All right, super special guest coming at us again, two-in-one show from Mama Mia, Amanda Seyfried. Let's see what's going on with Amanda as she comes to us via, I think, from a set. Is she filming something? And she took time off to come on... Very special. the show yeah, um, very special. there she is hello what's Hi. happening where are we calling from amanda
4: where am i coming from
1: where are you calling from where are you
4: uh where am i calling from i'm calling from new york city uh upper west side in upper my west Side. at work
2: i
1: love it she I mean, looks great the commitment right? is unbelievable thank you so much for joining us today obviously you know dr scott cohen we've never met my name is sebastian maniscalco we have this show called daddy verse doctor and we're happy that you're joining us so what seems to be the issue give me give me the names of your kids by the way
4: um it's a secret
1: oh it's a secret okay so uh is
4: that very it's 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 just one of, it's not i mean i mean scott you know them
2: right
1: um, we won't say
4: uh, i've actually never said them publicly so i'm gonna you know just in case um I don't know why. Okay, I'm so we, hey, in
1: life. Um, hey, we don't have to. We don't. We don't need to know the names of the kids. Okay, let's just throw that out the really window.
4: Great. <laughs> they're they're great.
1: It. We'll just. We'll, what is the issue with one of the kids?
4: Okay, so it's really more of an issue with me as a parent than the kids, but. Um, I know a lot of people feel this way. A lot of moms I know. We always get really scared when the kids get fevers. And when when is it too high? You know, when should we start worrying? And what do we do when it gets really high? How do we avoid the ER? How do we avoid stress as parents? Because when we are stressed, our kids see it. And so I just need to know how to handle it. And like, what's what's healthy and what's not?
1: Okay. Let me speak to this first and foremost. Dr. Uh, Sebastian. Dr. Sebastian. I I have two kids, five and three. Uh, and the fever is scary. First of all, can you explain what the hell is a fever? What's happening? <laughs> They're hot.
2: Yeah, no. No. I mean, by definition, a fever is any temperature of 100.4 or higher. 100.4. So kids got Ninety nine point six. Technically, not a fever. Maybe heading that way. Everybody's like, oh, they feel hot. They have a fever, but technically, that's the hard and fast definition. Okay. In reality, it doesn't matter, and I'll explain why. Okay. Number
1: two, I want to ask you, Amanda. How do you administer the fever? Is it with a gun? Uh, a little a temperature gauge? How are you doing it? Okay. It's
4: the gun on the forehead.
1: Does this does this shit work? become like the new thing right okay like well, yeah, everybody. A, yeah but like to me to me growing up first of all my sister does it up the ass which which apparently gets the best reading right
4: i've heard the same thing
1: okay does wait get... but how old are her children 19 yeah no <laughs> uh uh what I'm is that the is that what's the most accurate
2: way to get the temp so the most accurate is a rectal temperature, but it's really, you wouldn't do it in a child over two months of age. It's uncomfortable. It's unnecessary. The reason why we always say rectal temperatures under two months of age, because it is the most accurate. And if it's 100.3, it's something we're discussing and watching. And if it's 100.4 in the first month of age, it's going to the hospital and getting a myriad of tests to make sure they're not very sick and they just have the cold that everybody else has in the family. So that's why it makes such a difference, 100.3 versus 100.4. In older kids, the number doesn't matter. And as a parent, you're right. What are the three things everybody's worried about? The height of the fever? Is it going to cause brain damage? Are they going to seize? Right? These are things that are going through your head as a parent. As a doctor, when you call me and say your child has a fever, if it's 101 or 105, makes no difference to me. All that matters is when you give the medicine, does it trend down? and how are they feeling and acting when they're not having fever so it's actually not the height of fever because the height of the fever will never hurt them so even 104 105 fever as a parent it's scary because right they're lethargic they're like eyes are rolling they're shivering and it's miserable to watch but it really really won't hurt them so what we look at is number of consecutive days of fever so like when it's getting more than 3 days you know it goes up and down over 3 days most viruses fevers last about 3 days sometimes up to 5 when it's more than 3 to 5 days we want to check the child out because we want to make sure nothing else is going on ear infection lung infection throat infection obviously we'd see him sooner if something else was going on but fevers that go longer that's when we're checking out and then seizures is an interesting thing. Do you ever worry about that? Like if, you, if your child had a fever, they would seize? Did that ever enter your head? No,
1: but now you gave her another thing to worry about. Look at her. She's scared no. stiff.
4: I'm too sensitive.
1: No, you hear about...
4: I'm too sensitive for no, parenting,
2: no, you... you guys. Oh, no, no. But you hear about febrile seizures, and actually febrile seizures are due to how fast the fever rises, not the height. So we'll get a call. My child has 104 fever. I'm worried they're going to seize. They're not. The fever is already there. The problem with febrile seizures, they're not going to happen. They're not super common, but we see them sometimes. So I don't want you to worry about it. But what happens is the fever rises so quickly that then the child seizes. Often you don't even know they have a fever until afterwards. So again, the height of the fever, which is usually what we harp on, not not, not a concern.
4: Why, why Why would a fever rise? quicker or slower depending
2: no just depending on what type of infection they have and sort of luck or unluck of the draw but it could rise really quickly from 99 to 101 101 is not a super high fever and that could cause it but febrile seizures thankfully kids outgrow you know then it's more common to have a fever without a seizure of course so it's not something that i want you to think about
1: okay one more question this is going to come from me um when my uh, when my cousin had a bad fever, it's like 103, 104. This is back when we were growing up. They put him in a bath of ice. Is that Italian or what is that? <laughs> See, seems Italian. Have I you mean, ever even heard
2: of it? No, people do like cool conferences. I just think ice would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, right? well, when you're burning so, at 104 to yeah, dip in a little you could ice bath. Like, but anything's cooler than 104. You can, <laughs> you could do a sauna. Well, that's be the
4: When I had... My daughter had her highest fever. Um, we put the cold compresses under her armpits and on her feet. And when I put the cold compress on her feet, she said, it feels like knives. So also a fever, a really high fever makes them so, so sensitive and achy that it's so painful to even do a sim- something as simple as a cold compress. So, but, 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 but what happened was it went down from one three one oh three point six to 102.2 that quickly because of the cold compresses. So that was the good news. So it, it is interesting that that temperature, you can change their temperature very quickly. An ice bath does seem a little Italian.
1: <laughs> That's a, and did
2: you notice like when it came down, right? The more it came down, the better she felt. So she'd oh. have periods of like feeling better and then fever come back and she'd be like out of it again, right?
4: Yeah, she was so, I'd never seen her so uncomfortable and it was really scary. and. And, and it did, the ice was so quick to work quicker than any kind of Motrin, any kind of Tylenol, um, which we also administered immediately. It's just, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard to have kids. So I guess um, that's maybe the lesson I'm taking away from this,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. but also
4: not the number, it's how they are feeling between fevers and how the medicine works is, is the lesson that I've taken away. Yep, and consecutive, and
2: consecutive days. days, exactly.
4: Consecutive days, okay. Right,
2: because how long did it take for a fever finally to break? Probably about three days, right?
4: Well, uh, knock on wood, my kids have, only, have never had fevers for that
1: long. Oh, only good. two. Good. good, nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, we know you're busy. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope Dr. Cohen has quelled some of your fears on fever. I know I'm going to be taken i'm gonna be taking a nice bath tonight i don't know about you but uh thank you so much best of luck bye, on, on what you're filming there and uh we'll uh thanks. we'll uh we'll see you soon take care thanks amanda
4: i'll call you uh i'll call you in a
1: couple of days sounds good
4: that's parenting
1: you got it right, bye bye Bye. take yeah, care thank
4: you bye. you
1: got it bye bye super sweet it's the first time uh, we've talked uh my question is i I think I turned her off by asking the names of the kids. I think that went sideways a little bit. I felt like I didn't I, I jumped off and I jumped right into a fucking grenade. <laughs> Don't you? I wasn't expecting that. What's the kids at what how do you keep that private nowadays? Sounds impressive. Right? I, I mean, Jesus. Uh I, I doesn't the internet just find out everything? <laughs> all right next up here on the daddy vs doctor show we got michael he's uh had some um an experience in the nicu and he'd like to discuss that here today as he's probably what are you working at home depot there what do you what do you got bro what's what's going on mike you there but mike we're here you see us you look like you're looking into an abyss I'm in uh, Home Depot right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that ceiling anywhere, bro. Plus the uh,
5: yeah. I got I got the uh I got the uh handy tape measure here with me
1: too. Now let me ask you something. Is that your first is that your first uh measuring tape or do you use it so much that yours broke?
5: This, uh, i i've gone through about five or six of my lifetime so wow
1: bro i still got the one from when i first bought it when i was 21 this guy's knocking out seven measuring tapes let me guess you don't even have a measuring tape at your house come on the, yeah Jim. <laughs> how you doing how you doing good man um let me ask you just out of curiosity what section yeah, are- sure.
5: I'm in the appliance section because my washer and dryer broke. And having twins, I'm doing washes like morning, night, and, and day right now.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, we we uh, shout out to Home Depot for allowing you to do the show, <laughs> right in the middle of right in the middle of the store. Um. So you got twins, right?
5: I got I got twins. Yeah. I okay. So twin baby boys born a month a
1: month ago. Okay. Oh, congratulations! Congrats, man. That's fantastic. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, so what happened?
5: Both uh, born by a C-section um, for my wife. She, that was all planned. Uh, the, f- the first one that came out, let's call him Twin A, and his real name is Robbie, and Twin B is Johnny, John Robert. Uh, Robbie, he uh, had some breathing difficulties as soon as he came out. So he basically, um, I think he, they had to bring him back, and they had to clean him up um when they cleaned them up and everything it took a little bit longer in the delivery room and um uh, what's it called uh literally he's he's had breathing problems since since then so like the the uh transient uh, tachypnea of the newborn sorry i'm on a, on a i'm on a call right now uh the transient tachypnea of the newborn which was first assessed um by the two pediatricians that were actually in the room and then Uh, We got into like the um, maternity and labor ward. Uh, I talked to five pediatricians literally within 24 hours, and I was trying to get him admitted to the NICU, um, the the neonatal um, intensive care unit, just to get him like a little bit more assistance in his breathing, get him into an incubator, and basically after the fifth one. After the fifth pediatrician that I talked to, she was thankfully pregnant at the time. She completely sympathized with me and she said, Listen, I'll put him in for observation for six hours, let's see how he does. And then he was actually in for 18 because, um, in addition to his labored breathing, he's had, um, well, what's a called, he's had, um, like he lost his, his body weight, he lost more almost 10% of his body weight within the first 24 hours. So he was he was struggling. he was struggling, And then um, I think it was a week or two weeks after they were born, I had to actually take him back. They, they saw the regular doctor. Um, then they I actually had to take him back to the hospital for sick children here in Toronto. So the hospital for sick children in Toronto is really well-known, well-renowned. And I was thinking, okay, that's going to be the best possible care for him. So as soon as I got him uh, triaged, the, the nurse, you know, brought him in right away and said, yeah, I, I see the labor breathing. His chest is bumping up and down. It's more, it's lasting for more than one to three minutes at a time. And uh, that was the extent of what I was doing. So, sorry, I'll, get, I'll let you guys, uh, after that long winded spiel.
2: No, first of all, I mean, he, he's home now with you guys.
5: Home now with us. Yeah. Didn't spend any more time. Didn't spend any more time in the NICU and didn't spend any, any more time at uh, the SIGCHU.
2: Obviously, that's great. And congratulations yeah. because obviously birth is a, you know, exciting and should be happy event. And whenever with these bumps are in the road, it, it can get very scary and anxiety producing as a parent, obviously. So I'm glad he's home with you guys yeah. and, and safe. Um, was he full term baby or premature?
5: Uh, they were 38 weeks out of 40, so I think they were. You said 38. 30, th- size. one was born at one was born at 611,
2: the other one was born at 62. Got it. Okay. No, that's great. So you know, do, do, he mentioned transient tachypnea of the newborn; those words just roll off your tongue,
1: right? Uh, yeah. No, I <laughs> never heard it. Never heard that, <laughs> that before. Which doesn't mean anything, but I could sympathize to your story. My daughter was uh, hospitalized three times over the course of nine months of breathing issues uh she was like one i think or i think it was around one years old when it happened so i mean to go through that as a parent it's 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 extremely scary so uh I, i definitely know what you've been through but um Is this something that typically happens? um... Yeah,
2: transient tachyptomy of the newborn is actually relatively common. It's more in C-sections. And the idea is you have some retained fluid in the lungs. You're not getting that big squeeze from a vaginal delivery, which squeezes out a lot of the fluid. The good news just like the name transient is it's transient it goes away and the body resorbs the fluid it could take minutes or hours or even sometimes days some kids need a little support some need oxygen some just need time um and it sounds like that's what happened and that, that got better um thankfully it sounds like there were no infections uh pneumonia mom didn't have any infections or anything like that so uh it's just riding out a little time and it can be scary uh, when they first come home. Um, the other thing is weight loss is also very common. Um, you know, all babies lose up to 10% of their weight in the first week of life, because it usually takes about three to five days for breast milk to come in. So babies lose weight and then they gain it back. And if they lose too much, you know, we supplement them with other things. So thankfully these are issues that are early on, usually don't have any long-term consequences as long as we're feeding and eating well and breathing well now. And that's a, that's good news.
1: Yeah, man, I, I sympathize with your story, but my true question today is, what's lumber going for in Canada right now? What are, what are they selling? A, is, is it? A,
5: we're, we we were at in the height of the pandemic, nine dollars for a two by four. So I think they're down to about four fifty right now, which is still are, probably about double what we were paying pre pandemic. Gotcha. We we produce we we produce this stuff. And
1: we ship it down to you guys. Oh, is that right? So you're yeah, just I'm you're right. just making money off the United States. Why you keep looking around? Are you, you are are you gonna get attacked? You keep no, no, these, guys, <laughs> these
5: these two these two associates here. They're trying to get my attention. I'm like, no, i want br- to a. Could you bring
1: Could you bring I'm me against. over to the associates? Could you just Could you bring us over to the associates so we yeah, could tell sure, them off? Sure. It's always nice, yeah. you know, to, to talk to a you know people in the uh in the store see what's going on hey, what's up what's up bro is he, is this guy bothering you this, this is a,
5: you're on you're on a podcast right now so this is, is a, this, is this
1: guy bothering you in the store we'll have him we'll have him taken right <laughs> out <laughs> he could care less bro he could care less man he don't want to deal with us at all forget it uh all right man michael hey michael Thanks for calling in, man. I know you're busy and, and you got a lot of wood to measure. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us here on Daddy vs. Doctor. Best of luck to you and your twins and your wife. And uh, I'll see you next time I'm up in uh, in Toronto. Congratulations! All the best.
5: Thanks, guys, and uh, really really enjoy the other podcast. Listen listen to all 500 episodes, so it's great.
1: Oh, thanks, brother. Appreciate all
5: it. Right, bro. Take
1: really? care. Bye. You got it a lot of a lot of people from Canada calling in, man. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was yeah, we're nice international. It's a big deal. Um <laughs> so let me ask you on that particular call. Um was there a question
2: that we missed? I know I I was trying to figure that out. Um it sounded like, you know, these are things that happen early on after delivery and they can stay with you. So every time the baby breathes a certain way, you're going to be thinking about what happened a week earlier and that was serious. Um and it sounds like if the doctor that they saw and the breathing was fine, the oxygen is fine, that there's actually something called um, periodic breathing of the newborn. So, you know, you and I breathe at a constant rate. Babies breathe really fast and shallow and pause, um, but they're not in distress. They don't have any lack of oxygen. So it's possible this is a normal newborn thing, but we're remembering the scariness of before, which is understandable.
1: All right. We got Lisa. What's going on? Hello. Hello, Lisa. Hello.
7: How are you guys?
1: Good, right, good. Uh, where, where are you calling from today? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, oh my wife's from outside it. of Pittsburgh. Here we go. Uniontown, Pennsylvania. Western <laughs> Pennsylvania. Have you heard of it? Pardon? Have you heard of Uniontown, Pennsylvania?
7: Uniontown, yep.
2: Yeah, that's where my wife's from. We were married
1: there.
7: Oh, nice. It's it's nice in the fall, that time of year.
2: It's,
1: it's beautiful. A lot of excitement. Yeah. Honest to God you could care less about where I, the hell I he was tell, married i mean I the, tell that. The, 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 the lack I'm of just... i
7: work at a banquet facility and i do weddings all the time it's a joyous occasion okay <laughs> well, i
1: don't yeah even... it's like you didn't even want you're like this is what i do for a living i want to talk about weddings right now let's get into the kid um <laughs> what's your child's name
7: penelope penelope this is her snotty nose
1: oh Oh, the snap nose all right okay so what's uh, is it just a constant run a run or
7: it is constant it is from morning noon night nighttime it is it is constant we've tried the eye drops we've tried the nasal spray we've tried humidifiers dehumidifiers air purifiers nothing seems to be working
1: okay yeah uh is this because Serafina would have a, Serafina's my daughter, she would have a runny nose with no explanation. Is this allergies? Could it be allergies? Could be allergies.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's very likely. How old is she? She's 10. 10 years old. This has been going on all of her life?
7: Uh, Like 50% of her life, yeah.
2: And any family history of allergies?
7: Well, we took her to get an allergy test, and yeah. she is allergic to cats, and we okay. do have cats. Um, there we go. The,
2: We're solving yeah. problems. See that,
7: but when we do she does take allergy medicine, she does do allergy eye drops, she does do allergy spray, and it still doesn't help.
1: right, okay, here, what's your solution? I am allergic to cats, right, and I can't even go over to his house because he's got he like,
2: almost died, yeah, came I, at my house. I
1: went in there, and I don't know what the hell was going on. I turned red, I couldn't breathe, I had a scratchy throat. And uh I told him, listen, in order for us to continue our friendship, we need to get rid of these animals, all right? So that hasn't happened. And uh is there been talk of possibly losing these cats so the kids nose ain't running? No. Not no. At all. So it's the, so we got to get rid of the daughter. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that's that's,
7: that's, that's the first I think. <laughs>
1: Hi. Oh, what's what's who just entered the screen there?
7: My husband. Oh, okay. He, he talks about it. We talk about it all the time. Like you know, what what is what is going on there? So uh yeah, there, there's no talk of getting rid of the cats.
1: Did you get the cats as a family?
7: As a family, yes. Uh, our oh, cats are part of the family.
1: Oh, got it. Yeah.
6: so this story with her allergies started way back before she was even born. <laughs> I had cats when I was a kid growing up and I had them for 20 years. They eventually passed away just before my daughter was born. And just when they were passing away, I said, I don't want any more animals because growing up, I was fortunate enough to travel a lot and I knew how difficult it was traveling with animals. But still, I loved the animals. But my wife, she has always had animals and always wanted animals. And when I said no more animals, she ended up getting another cat no actually the first thing she did was get a dog yep. we got a dog just before my cats passed away
7: mm-hmm.
6: then eventually the cats passed away we got married got a dog. we had a daughter we also had a cat at that point point. and so I was allergic for a long time, but allergies go away yeah. eventually.
7: I'm allergic to cats, too. I grew out of it, so I kind of am hoping she will, too, but it's
6: not getting any I'm better. no longer allergic to cats. but my <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on,
1: bro. <laughs> bro, you got rid of your cat yeah. allergy? Yeah. How the hell did you get rid of the cat allergy? It just went away?
7: Yeah, like... Mine went away. I mean, yeah, like I, I do sneeze occasionally, but it's not nearly as bad as it was. Like you outgrow your eyes. Yeah,
2: sometimes they're they're less later on in life. Some people test positive but have, don't have severe allergies. I mean, I think you've done everything right. You try over-the-counter allergy medicines. You try nasal sprays. You're you know you try to decrease exposure to the allergen, which we're not doing here, which is going to be a, a chronic issue. Um, and then there's also other types of you know allergy shots and things like that going down that path but it may just be you know a lot of vacuuming a lot of picking up of dander no fuck, of, like, listen let get rid of the cats listen you can't get
1: rid of cats nobody's getting rid of cats listen to you, me you know, i'm not I... got
6: another cat <laughs> we got a cool
1: what cat. is it a zoo over there
6: she's collecting cats but you <laughs> know the reason behind it is they're for our daughter
1: Listen,
2: but maybe not in her room. Maybe don't put the cats in her room, on her bed, on her carpet.
1: Uh, Listen, I I, I, I don't I don't mean to be harsh here. I just I'm not I I didn't grow up with animals. The only two animals we had in our house were two parakeets that were belly up on a Saturday morning when we came down and they were basically thrown away in in the garbage. So uh, animals weren't really big at the house. My thing is my kid's nose is dripping. Right, and it's been dripping for fifty percent of its life. The cats are going.
6: That's it. That's not See, but a, I know I would, what
2: they're saying. Cause you, if you ask my wife that, what do you think she would choose? The cats or me and my kids? Well, my I would heart, hope our
1: kids. You she would choose the you, No, you she would, would choose the cats. Oh my! God.
2: There's, there's no question. I love question. my wife. She's the best. It's, she would choose the cat over. It's
6: me. also not a mystery as to what is the issue. <laughs>
2: i like that see they solve their own problem that's what i like when patients come in and ask a question and then solve it
1: they didn't solve they,
2: nothing they still got there they did they said she's allergic to cats yeah don't, we don't know what allergy is but she's allergic to cats and we have cats <laughs> that was good
6: there was there was no mystery as to yeah, what the not, issue not was not
7: really i just i just wanted to not her nose not to pour so much but yeah the doctor did suggest allergy drops or allergy shots like once a week but I don't want to give her shots once a week. I don't
2: know. All right. Ronnie knows we can't get rid of cat exposure or the the medicine, then it's going to be on off. Yeah, I would just try to limit exposure as much as possible.
1: Yeah. Um, what's, what, what's your name, bro? My name is Chris. Chris, yeah. I know. You came into the frame angry, bro. I mean, I could feel your pain.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? So my, my wife has been a big fan of yours for a long time,
6: and so have I. But when she saw this this podcast, she was like, look what I signed this up for. And I went, why? I that interesting. <laughs> what seems to be the health issue that had you so concerned? And she's like, um, well, I sent them a picture of all her buckets of tissues. I'm like, okay, it's not a mystery as to why those are all there. She's allergic to cats, and you're collecting cats. Be, be, after,
2: after, wow. after, we, after we finish the call, will you send us, email us some pictures of the cats? <laughs> absolutely <laughs> with names i would like to have that as a reference for this whole thing because i she, gain you know she has so i can educate own, parents own better
7: cats. i love my cats. i take more picture of my cats than i do of my daughter
2: send send your best pictures send them your way we really appreciate your time
1: well thanks thanks for calling us guys i hope we will work it out before you know the divorce so um <laughs> enjoy your week and thanks for calling Bye, in i appreciate Bye. it so here this is the problem all right with these fucking animals i'm sorry people are putting their animals above the 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 health and well-being of their kid and i say it's like any if we had a dog and that dog was giving us a problem the dog's gone
2: i like you're better at this than i am
1: you're just like blunt i'm like
2: yeah you could try this 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 you're like it's very simple remove (laughs) the problem
1: that's it. It's not that difficult. I think we should get rid of the cats. Anyway. He was great. The guy? Yeah. Oh, the the guy timeline like, you know, he, was phenomenal. He came in with him. He, he was ready. I got to tell you, this is one of my favorite shows we've done, and we've only done two. Uh, but uh, a plethora, by the way. New word, Gray word, uh of calls today coming in. Megan Trainer, uh, Amanda, uh, was it Seyfried? Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite call today, yes, the cat, the cat caller. Yeah. I mean, that, wow. that that's that's the couples I really enjoy talking to because, as we were saying. I tend to be a little bit more blunt with my solutions and you tend to give options and be very kind of fair and and nice. That's a, that's not No, believe me. They they left that conversation. They're going to go in the kitchen. Now this husband's going to go, see, I told you, let's get rid of the cats. And in six months, we might not have these cats anymore. And I feel like I had something to do with it. So, uh, we, we like to thank everybody for joining us here on Daddy First Doctor. Can't wait to do another show. And uh, any 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 parting thoughts? I, I always kind of sign off here well, and I'm, sit there. With I, the no, I actually, just like, smile
2: know. and uh, you know wave. Uh, no, I think it's great. We got people come calling from all around yeah, Canada.
1: Canada has been mean... a huge, huge uh, fan base for us. So thanks, uh, and 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 the, and the amazing healthcare the Canadians have up there, right? Do they? I mean, is it it really any good? We're going to get into that. (laughs) Take care.
7: The opinions expressed in this program are not intended as professional medical advice, as a diagnosis, as a treatment protocol, or as a substitute for professional medical advice from your physician. Please consider your own medical history and consult with your own physician for your specific health care and or medical needs and about your concerns for yourself and your family.